0: Hello my name is Jackson. Today we talk about a performance of Jerome Robbins Broadway that occurred at the Muni on June 15th and the public response during and after that performance. Let's be Artful. Hello everyone. Today on the Artfuls we will be doing something a little bit different. As you know, we have three kinds of podcasts we produce. The Artfuls Podcast, where we have a guest and talk about their journey in the arts. The Artful Agenda, where we talk about what arts performances or exhibits are taking place this weekend. And the Artful Thoughts, where we talk about performances we've seen and what we or the audience have thought about them. One thing that is missing in our conversations are relevant events in the arts around the country. In class at the University of Cincinnati, the entire Department of Arts Administration students get together once a week and talk about the current issues in the world of the arts. Occasionally, we talk about major issues that have come up around the country that directly impact the arts or how the arts have been controversial. We wanted to do that on the podcast because we don't just want to talk about the productions in our area, but have larger and often difficult conversations about the state of the arts in general. The world is complicated, things are not perfect in any stretch of the imagination, but just because the conversation is difficult does not mean we shouldn't have those conversations. So, to hopefully make a difficult conversation more manageable, we had an idea. We're going to state only the objective facts of an issue or event in the arts. We'll tell you the full story, with no personal opinions from the host, and once we've talked about the issue, both sides' points of view and their responses, then we have an opportunity to start a discussion. This process may be complicated, but my hope is that because we told the story and explained everyone's responses, we'll be able to see the issue holistically. Now, in an effort to have as little bias as possible, I will not be stating my opinions on this topic on this episode. A podcast is a one-sided platform, and I want people to be discussing the issue at hand, not my opinion of that issue. After this episode airs, I want to be able to record a discussion among several peers and audience members to hear multiple opinions, not just my own. We hope this format will not only help to further inform you on an issue, but help you find your own opinions and start larger conversations with the people around you. That's the point of the podcast. Comment on the episode, comment on social media, send us an email, find one of the artfuls at an event, or bring it up with your friends and colleagues. So, now that we've established the structure... Let's talk about this week's story. The St. Louis Municipal Opera Theater, commonly known as the Muni, is an amphitheater located in St. Louis, Missouri. The theater seats 11,000 people and runs every year from mid-June to mid-August. For the first show in its centennial season, the Muni decided to present Jerome Robbins Broadway, an anthology comprising musical numbers from shows that were either directed or choreographed by Jerome Robbins, such as The King and I, On the Town, and West Side Story. At the same time of this run of the show, a national arts conference run by the Theatre Communications Group was taking place in St. Louis. Conference activities were described on their website as, quote, pulling back our field of vision to more deeply understand the trends impacting our field and culture and imagine how we might reshape them with our collective action, end quote. Now, you would think that having a national arts conference during the Muni's run of their show would be a great thing so they can show off the St. Louis theater community, right? Well, maybe not. You see, participants at the conference were being contacted by colleagues saying participants need to see the show, not because the colleague thought it was good, but because they observed Yellowface on the stage of the Muni on June 15th. several of the conference participants attended the show to see this act of Yellowface. However, they also viewed offensive uses of Native American headdresses during a dance number from on the town. Some conference participants left after this exact scene, but some stayed specifically for the King and I scene at which point they stood up and chanted boo yellow face. Police were called. The protesters walked out peacefully and no one was arrested. So let's talk about each scene and the reactions, starting with a scene from on the town. Mike Isaacson, the artistic director and executive producer of the Muni told a reporter at the St. Louis public radio that, and I quote, the protesters displayed a shallow understanding of the material, citing moments of the show out of context the instance of white actors donning traditional Native American headdresses, for instance, came in a fast-moving sequence in On the Town, in which sailors on shore leave pass through New York City souvenir shops, in a moment of craziness, of euphoria, of drunken sailors doing a series of silly acts. In no way is there any form of representation of Native Americans, or comment, or degradation of anyone, end quote. There may not have been the intent to degrade Native Americans, but it did for several, including Larissa Fasthorn. She explained that the feathers in a headdress are each earned by their wearer through acts of bravery and good deeds. She is quoted as saying, A headdress is a treasured personal item that represents the history of your loved ones. Imagine someone taking that beautiful physical representation and putting it on as a joke, and dancing around in it with the intention of making people laugh at the ridiculousness of it. Laugh at your family, your ancestors, you. Now imagine being in a theater surrounded by thousands of people laughing at that history. Turning your loved one and their life accomplishments into a joke. End quote. The only response to this concern came in the official response from the Muni, saying, quote, The Muni endeavored to stay true to the original staging of its original Broadway production, a show that was created and intended to celebrate and recreate some of the most iconic dances in musical theater history. In that pursuit, moments in the production have caused hurt and offense, a disappointing and unintended result for which we have great regret. End quote. There have been no further responses on this particular scene, so let's move on to The King and I. In this particular scene, an Asian character named Tuptim narrates a story ballet depicting the story of the small house of Uncle Tom. Tuptim, in this production, was performed in Yellowface by a white female actress. For those that don't know, Yellowface is defined as the practice of white actors changing their appearance with makeup in order to play East Asian characters in films, plays, etc. This practice is also normally accompanied with a stereotypical and offensive Asian accent. The day after the protest, TCG held a follow-up session at their conference to discuss the protest and the issue of yellowface. A video was released of the session, which is available in the links down below. During a reading of a response, one member said, quote, "...when the theater industry allows instances of blackface, brownface, redface, and yellowface, it sends a message that these kinds of representations are acceptable." End quote. And then multiple members spoke together, saying, quote, Let us be clear. They are not acceptable and will not be tolerated by communities of color and our allies. End quote. Many other individuals stood up during the session, telling their experiences and their pain from this performance practice, also showing a video of the history of Yellowface. At the same time, Mike Isaacson acknowledged that the actress who played Tuptim was indeed white. But he said that the casting choice does not tell the whole story. He said, quote, That piece was led by two extraordinary Asian-American dancers. The director of the show is an Asian-American woman, end quote. The next day, the official statement from the Muni explained that the casting of the show was challenging, starring every lead character from 11 of Robin's shows. Quote, the Muni's creative team assembled a diverse, talented cast to bring life to this production. Although the decision to include a non-Asian performer as one of the three leads in the King and I scene of Jerome Robbins Broadway was a function of casting realities for a show of large scale, in hindsight, that was a bad decision that has caused hurt, end quote. Later in the week, the leadership of the Consortium of Asian American Theaters and Artists, or C-A-A-T-A, releases their full official statement, saying, quote, "...the Muni and theaters of similar stature are powerful purveyors of culture." They can concoct dehumanizing portrayals of people of color and those without agency by upholding and glamorizing, packaged in glitz and glitter with high production values, minstrel performances for consumption by families and children of all ages in their 11,000 seat houses. The repercussions of these irresponsible choices, Choices that were either made directly or tacitly among individual performers, the director, designers, the Muni's artistic and administrative staff, their board, and funders, go far beyond hurt and offense. The stories we tell on our stages matter intensely because they implant themselves in the minds and hearts of the youngest audience members and embed themselves in our culture, oftentimes for the worse. Artistic representation can either reinforce or challenge the values of mainstream culture. End quote. For now, that is the story, those are the public responses, and now we turn the conversation over to you. Generally, what do you think of the situation? What is your opinion of the Muni, their staff, their artists, their audiences? And what is your opinion of the protesters and the people that went to the conference to be able to have these conversations? To go even further, what do you think of the Muni's responses to the protests? And what do you think of the follow-up from the protesters with their public comments? As you ponder the facts and your opinions on the issue, we have some deeper questions that we would like you to consider as well, and there are two of them this week. The first one is, the Muni explained that this was the result of complicated casting, but others believe this is purely irresponsible and almost lazy. Should the reasons behind their hiring choice change a reaction to the casting, and do you believe these reasons are justified in this situation? The second is, according to the Muni, they did not intend for either the the on-the-town scene or the King-and-I scene to be hurtful, but obviously from the public responses and the protest, it was hurtful. They also said that the protesters displayed a shallow understanding of the material, but others would say this misrepresentation is not acceptable in any situation. So, generally, does context matter? If so, what context needs to be given, and are there any situations where context doesn't matter? Although this is a difficult subject, I look forward to the conversations we will have when it comes to this issue. No matter where you stand on any of the questions, please feel free to share your thoughts in comments, emails, or in person, but please, Remember to be respectful of differing views. Not everyone will agree 100% of the time, but it is important to respect each other while we are having this conversation. One more detail that I would like to mention at the very end of this episode. If you feel like we have misrepresented you, if you feel like we have taken your quotes out of context, or if you find any additional resources to be able to find out more information on this story, please do not hesitate to contact us. We have provided sources in the links in the description in case you are interested in checking out any of the full articles or resources that we use to compile this information. However, we can understand if we miss something or if you read that information and believe that we have mischaracterized any of it. What we are trying to do is start a conversation in the arts in the most open forum as we can. And if we have misstated or left out any crucial information, we want to make sure that our audiences are 100% informed on this issue. That is all the time we have for this episode. Hopefully this has been informative for all of you. And please do not hesitate to have that conversation with anyone around you. So everyone have an artful day.